0: to the Amplifying Leadership podcast. It is here we discuss leadership topics, challenges we face, and of course, our wins as well. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services. For our leadership clients, I do aim to to provide effective leadership information through our podcast, of course, coaching, workshops, and much more. You can see all about our leadership offerings and information about our new community at amplifyingleadership.ca. Today, I am welcoming Rory Lemon, a holistic health coach who has leveraged various holistic health modalities to create his own solution for the challenges associated around neurodiversity, which is also a big topic. Welcome to the show, Rory.
1: Hey, Tara. Pleasure (laughs) to be here.
0: Perfect. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. So before we get into the topic of neurodiversity, something I know you help your clients with, so that they can reach their true potentials, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your leadership story? How did you come to where you are today from where you were before?
1: Ah, oh, it's a great question. Okay, <laughs> so I, 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 lo- I love I love the topic of leadership as well. I I, I didn't know it really before um that i was a, much of a communicator i oh. i discovered i was dyslexic when i was 32 wow and yeah so i yeah yeah so i, I really really thought i was more of an artist and um struggled with communicating to uh verbally to others i'd listen in, it one-to-one was fine I, could, I had the time to like you know give and take with the conversation, but when it was fast paced, I couldn't k- keep up with it or had mm-hmm. my big visionary ideas, but I didn't know how to bring them about without it just sounding like half cut, you know, mm-hmm. or yeah. not even making sense. And so I lived my life very frustrated around that. And actually it was only last year that I um, studied a four month training in heart core leadership and Ah. it really really made a huge amount of sense to me Mm -hmm. a lot of sense so my journey up until now was developing my listening skills which i'm great at but then it's now seeing the, the quadrant of how to even um, flex into what I what I learned was the two great things about the leadership training I did was learning how to be responsible for actions and and thoughts mm-hmm. and feelings and not getting caught up like I said in other people's but also um, uh, also having the vision and and basically um, the 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 other main one was seeing how to seeing the different personalities and knowing that you can actually train yourself in different personalities mm-hmm. to be able to become balanced and focused on how do we, how do you put it? Yeah. That, that in that in enrolling in the vision, the bigger, the highest vision mm-hmm. of not just my wants and desires, not just someone else's, but what is deemed appropriate for the the, the specialist topic in that yeah. leadership role.
0: I like that you mentioned the word balance as well, because there is such a huge balance um, depending on who's in the team as well, right? I mean, that's it's important to understand that. So you know how to be that effective listener that you mentioned. Mm, yes. What? Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest obstacle when you've, you know, had a team maybe under you or just in your own leadership journey? Um, itself what is the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome clearly um, dyslexia is is a big obstacle is that considered your biggest one in your journey
1: and um, I felt like I'd overcome it once I got a uh, the diagnosis i felt like i was able to just be okay with being silent and mm-hmm. being me in that situations so i became less frustrated but i didn't realize it was still playing out in the background and the biggest obstacle for me as i learned about what leadership was was actually flexing into the um the more assertive area mm-hmm. of leadership the 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 could be the, the um well i probably heard of, of well this this what well, put it as simple as possible the in the personality simplest the possible you can analyze you can control you can support and you can promote uh as different types of personalities and mine mm-hmm. weakest one was controller which again it doesn't have to be a negative trait it's a positive mm-hmm. trait of being assertive saying what you want saying or, or even stepping in to say i think I know what you want, am I right or or not? you know it is that it's that assertiveness to be able to speak your truth and be your truth and not not be afraid of the of the 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 judgment that could that easily comes from just mm-hmm. sharing an opinion any any yeah. opinion so so for me, that was the biggest one because we actually actively had to stretch into that to be able to show that we can. um, adaptable to the situations that that life throw at us and and people can throw at us
0: (laughs) (laughs) life and our health and everything else I think everybody goes through something that creates that obstacle I like that you talk about being your authentic and truthful self and Mm. standing up for what that is um, you know but in a positive way as you mentioned like just even asking for their feedback on it which is good too yeah So why don't we talk a little bit more about how and who you help with regards to neurodivergent individuals and maybe how you help them with their leadership or their other goals that they may have, Um, because it is something that is a key topic to discuss. Everybody is neurodivergent, some differently, um, you know, with autism or ADHD or whatever that might be. Um, so why don't you help us, you know, understand kind of who you help and how you can help with their leadership goals.
1: Okay. Thank you for asking me that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I, 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 I really feel I resonate with those that are like, I I call the personality intelligent because that's where I came from. So they're intelligent they're intelligent and they don't know how to express it. Just like mm-hmm. I went, I overcame that. There, there's some, some personalities are much more assertive and just say what they want, but then they don't have emotional, um, potentially don't have as much emotional attachment to things. Right. And, and and that's another type. So I feel like I resonate with the more sensitive, timid characters that get caught up in their, their um, their emotions and beliefs mm-hmm. about what other people think of them and things like that so i really i really help people to to those who um be listened to and also help them to train in their own mental fitness to become more resilient around that process so they be they let they can let go of their that that what it is that they think they 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 might be judged by right. external factors but it's actually come back down to their own um self-worth and mm-hmm. value and and then it, it plays out in various patterns and that's mm-hmm. where we get look at those patterns and really and and just really explore what is deeply wanted because when that happens from an embodied point of view and become more mm-hmm. interceptive even though it feels like that's what someone is li- like that is with their empathy and becoming mm-hmm. empath but actually it gets overcooked and goes way too much, you know, it mm-hmm. becomes way too much for them. So, so it's actually uh-huh. processing those emotions, um, some somatic coaching work and mm-hmm. letting go of those stories, creating new stories going forward so they can lead themselves so much better.
0: Yes. And I think it's really important that leaders also understand what it means to have neurodivergent people on their teams when it comes to being that leader, Um, because it's extremely important to realize that we're all a little different, but we all bring something to the table as well. Right. I mean, I think what you're speaking is really important to, you know, the leadership teams to really understand that their teams can be different in neurodivergent or other ways and we need to not discriminate but we need to help and listen and be empathetic
1: 100 percent, i love that and mm-hmm. that really re- resonates with me because there's 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 different ideas that come from different personalities in some ways so mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's just it what i what i create what i crave and want to create is a system like a ro- a, a roadmap and a mm-hmm. dynamic definition of how to look at the definitions of of neurodivergence in a mm-hmm. much more creative and functional light so that
0: mm-hmm, absolutely. Can,
1: yeah so someone can come in and say this is this is how I react and respond in certain situations this is how I can feel safe and um, valued and then where my weaknesses are like I learned about my controller to step into it I couldn't want mm-hmm. but I couldn't step into that if I was too emotionally negatively upset and charged so i have to Mm -hmm. feel in the right place and accept it before i can stretch into that enough and so it's that yeah growing and and actually knowing to see what's possible to change once we are in that space so so yeah it's and and then how, how amazing would teams be if how quickly things could get decided if if everyone um could respect and understand that's 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 possible
0: it's about acceptance as well so since we're already talking about communication my next question for you is because i love to talk about communication when it comes to leadership it's so important um what do you think maybe it's a couple of the key attributes you talked about being a listener already which is extremely important um that would you know, allow us to be effective leaders when we look at diversity within our teams, either neurodiversity or other diversities, if you want to speak to that. What, when it comes to communication, should that look like so that we can be effective leaders?
1: I love this question too. <laughs> good. So, yeah, so, um, um, and I gave a good example just even then that when I mm-hmm. raise my energy and I say, and I say it in a way in which I'm really enthusiastic. Yeah. Then I, give, I give that energy, I, we, we call about the difference between um, energy and data, and mm-hmm. the brain likes to take in data, but it doesn't mm-hmm. know what it means until it makes it makes it an energy. In the, and we respond so much more to um, uh, energy than we do the data. So I could say. Mm-hmm i'm really angry and <laughs> and 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 it, and it sounds happy because it I'm, I'm creating happiness whilst i'm saying i'm i'm angry or i'm really 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 happy
0: you.
1: you know and and yeah. and, and we, we we respond to the energy so if, if everyone realized that if we could we could remain positive and deal with challenges and listen to what people have problems but not get caught up in the the energy of the person that maybe is and Mm -hmm. or flipping it so that um the communication really is body language and 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 how we how positively we manage ourselves so so all of that is not not just the data that comes out of our mouths and that's 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 my that's my view on how how real leaders can can bring about you know enrollment Uh
0: And and I have to agree. Yeah, I have to agree 100%. If we're emotional people. And you're right, data comes in. I mean, what we see, just what our eyes take in is so much data, we could never process it all right away. But we're emotional people. And so as long as if we are neurodivergent, as for example, as you speak about, you know, as long as people understand how we might react, they can as leaders, then be able to have a different type of communication with that person. If that person, you know, is somebody who's typically comes across as angry, but that may be not what they're actually around. The leader can then develop that communication style with that person. So excellent, excellent um, conversation there around communication.
1: Yeah. So
0: going back to, you know, your actual industry who you help with uh, being a coach and with your holistic modalities. Are there any, um, outstanding things in leadership that you see that are differences between men and women in your industry? Sometimes there isn't, sometimes there is. And so I like this topic because it helps us understand the differences as well with diversity around the women in the leadership positions or the men in the leadership position. So based on your work, um, you know, what you do for a living, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, it's a it's an interesting debate that could probably go on for a long time I know, yes. <laughs> and i would put it short and sweet i I couldn't possibly say that i have a, a major opinion on it other than but i would say it's always worthwhile looking at what's commonly known and what is uniquely known to the individual and so it. what is what is commonly known could be very much about um looking at the biology and seeing where, say for instance, women, where they are at in their, in global history, where they are now. And to say that, yeah, it's, you know, it's amazing that it's all starting to become way more equal in some mm-hmm. ways, but it's also doesn't mean that we should or shouldn't do something just because we feel that we have to, and mm-hmm. and that, that, you know, if, if, if some, some women might just love love to do what what, what women did a hundred years ago, and mm-hmm. some would want to. Be, and it's again comes down to the personality and what we, how we want to grow, and whether it's actually mm-hmm. if we're not changing that personality, uh, are we happy and productive and I leading as it is in that, you know, you could, you know, you know, yeah. And so, and it's that thing of, so that that's for, for women, it's like those that want to do that and want to achieve it, are they, are they doing it in the right way for themselves and, um and, and flexing into what they want to create. And it's all about that sort of picking a challenge that makes us grow, but not so much that it's too much. Yeah. yeah so, and then from men's side of things, again, it's the, it's kind, kind of like the opposite is assertive, character Mm -hmm. maybe the women commonly more supportive Mm -hmm. and flexing into the controller it needs to be done in with grace and just the same as men stepping into the supporter role would need to be done um with grace it's all about looking at how to challenge ourselves and step inside step outside uh with with as much grace as possible so that's yeah and looking at the individual again and going what what, what personality type within that biological natural space of where the character might have been already before and and where do you want to go with it
0: yeah yes, I love that I love that challenge ourselves to to do what it is we actually want to do and and maybe not what is traditional as well. Um, I'm a huge advocate for diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. And so, you know, neurodiversity obviously also a part of that. So, great conversation there. So, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who or what motivates you as it relates to your work around neurodiversity and leadership?
1: Uh, yeah. So, the thing that motivates me most. Is is really setting out as much around the vision and as much around mm-hmm. what what it is for. When I say vision, it's like I said before. It's kind of like where does where does the where where within the specialism that I'm in or or someone else is in what is what is wanting to be created, no mm-hmm. matter whether it seems possible or not. That's what I'm talking about with vision is yeah. that it's not about the mechanics of how it's going okay. to happen because if, because if, because if, um, you know, Martin Luther King knew how uh, he could um, enroll all those or, or change the ideas around equality, mm-hmm. um, then we we he, he probably wouldn't have taken that step to explain it in that way right. which then was powerful then it's just kind of it's it it's it, all he has to do it all he had to do is give it not all he had to do but that that speech <laughs> you know, everyone remembers yeah. that, that speech but, um that speech really brought about shifts and that wasn't you know convincing that was just mm-hmm. his belief and he just looked at what was really happening, and that highest vision. So, setting out a highest vision is, and just motivates mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what challenges come.
0: Yeah, that's I, what I think yeah. Is great. Great. Um, if you had to leave our audience with a big tip for leaders when dealing with neurodiverse employees, what would that big tip? Say, I'm a new leader. What would that big tip be to me? <laughs>
1: It's it oh yeah, I think what comes down what comes immediately to me is is um apart from the usual kind of self reflection that can go on to making sure what it is that is wanted and it wanted to mm-hmm. be achieved and getting that vision sorted. Um, yeah. um that I think is so important. And if that's not done if that is already done then it's it's probably how do you how do you how do you create it going forwards when there's right. going to be a lot of challenges about because it's a, it's about making a change in something
0: mm-hmm.
1: and right. so and so um the the biggest tip is first of all proactive reflection and look at the vision oh, yeah. and keep keep referring back to it but also knowing how to the support if necessary so, like um to, to me self care so yes. whatever oh, yeah. like, whatever <laughs> whatever whatever it is that it, that lights you up it doesn't have to be an actual just, you know shining the healing light back on yourself you know mm-hmm. making sure but actually just doing something that you love that inspires you to keep your positive yeah. energy up, and not forgetting that process um, I love that. that exists because I, you know, I, I I picked table tennis recently because I'd forgotten oh, about it, and <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I'd forgotten about it, and I was getting really, you know, I was, I'd just come out of the leadership, and I was trying to work out how to how to even start doing all this stuff and <laughs> and, and and bringing it about um, in me and others, and then and I realized I could just be trying to f- problem solve the whole time. So yeah, and and when you're not in that space enough of pure flow of of loving what you're doing with, mm-hmm. and not thinking about it anything else that that to me brings the joy and that is the pure self-care yeah. and and one last thing is the self-care is also how how can you what who who gets to help you out whilst doing oh, it? oh i love that because it's that is self-care too to ask for the support that you need
0: absolutely absolutely i love that that those are great amazing tips thank you so much for sharing that so if our guests wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about what you do is there a way that they can do that online
1: yeah sure um i have a link tree which has very so whatever someone's using the most they can just reach me reach out to me on that so um that is if you go to linktree.com and then it's rory lemonade which is very simple which is r-o-r-y lemon like through LEMON and AID to help and so yeah
0: thank you so much i really enjoyed our conversation today it's been great having you with us
1: thank you tara i really appreciate it. I, I the if, if the if the world you know could um have leadership at the top of top of uh, the, you know the real mm-hmm. leadership <laughs> we're talking about yeah. heart heart-led leadership where we're we're listening and asserting as and when we feel appropriate and all sharing each other's ideas without judgment then how 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 could the world shift so quickly you know
0: good question (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for a great conversation today i really appreciate you being here with us Thank you to our listeners. I hope you enjoyed the podcast with Rory today. If you are in need of some leadership coaching, consulting workshops, or even just want to be a guest on my podcast, please reach out to me at twinlifecoaching.ca To find out more about all of our leadership ser- uh, services, including our community, you can visit amplifyingleadership.ca, which is a division of Twin Life Coaching and Business Services. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to be.